0: you're listening to the simple pen podcast peterist for business advice that goes down smooth and easy here's your host kate all
1: hey there welcome back to another episode of the simple Pin podcast today we're going to be talking about how to be bold in your business. I know I talk about Pinterest all the time, but behind your Pinterest marketing is a business. That is why you are using Pinterest to grow your business. And growing a business is hard work. It challenges everything about you. And if you don't put in good systems in place, you can experience burnout, discouragement, and end up quitting altogether. Being bold and making decisions, living into your dreams, you will be able to grow your business without losing yourself. So we're going to be talking with Casey Morris today about how she's worked through that process of being bold. Before we get to the episode, we just want to give a shout out to Simply Teaching Third Grade, which is really funny that we have that as an iTunes review for this podcast because Casey talks about how she is a teacher. And so to have somebody who is a teacher who reviewed the podcast is so awesome. She says great tips and so much information in this podcast. Totally has changed my pinning game. Thank you so much. Thank you Simply Teaching 3rd Grade for leaving an iTunes review for us. If you want to leave one for us, please do. We would love to read it and give you a shout out here on the podcast. Just want to also say to those of you who are new to Pinterest and you are listening to this podcast, we have a sp- special newsletter series for you that's going to walk you through the process of getting started on Pinterest. We're always refining it. We're always making sure that the information that's in there is just right for you and it won't overwhelm you. So if you want to go to simplepinmedia.com/start, sign up for that newsletter series and we'll walk you through a series of 5 newsletters that tell you how to get started on Pinterest. My good friend just went through this to start her business growing On Pinterest and really getting more exposure that way. And she said it was great to walk through step by step made it easy. I am a simple actionable type of girl and I want to make sure that you are not overwhelmed when it comes to Pinterest marketing. So again, go to simplepinmedia.com slash start to sign up for that newsletter series. All right, with that, we are going to dive into today's episode and interviewing Casey Morris all about how to be bold in your business. Hey, Casey, welcome to the Simple Pin Podcast. Hi, I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much,
0: Kate, for inviting me.
1: You are so welcome. I am so excited to really introduce my audience to you and get to know more about your business. And we're talking a little bit differently today about not just Pinterest marketing, but being bold in business. And you've had a lot of things happen in the last couple of years and being bold in your business. And I'm so excited to go deep on that
0: with you. But before we get into all that, tell us about you and what you do. Yes, awesome. So I am Casey Morris, and I am a former eighth grade English and language arts teacher who one day randomly back in 2013 decided to start selling her teaching resources online for money, made $50, and the rest is history. And now I get to teach teachers how to do the same, live a life they love. I help overwhelmed educators turn into thriving CEO teachers, and it is the best job ever.
1: (laughs) Nice. Okay, so I want to ask, how did you go from teaching? TPT seller to then teaching the TPT teacher's Mm
0: you know, teaching them to be CEOs? That is the question that I don't know if I can even answer myself because it was just divine intervention is all I can tell you is I was a, I'm a teacher. I was born to teach. It's in my blood and it's who I am. And I left the classroom selling my teaching resources online back in December of 2017 to pursue this full time because I was making good money and I was loving it. And I realized I was missing that one thing and that was teaching. So now I get to still do what I love, but do it at a much bigger scale now and I get to teach teachers so I don't even know how it came to this it was just one random day when it all all the stars aligned wow did you feel like people
1: were asking you about it like how do you grow this business or um I mean I know you can't pinpoint it so that's why I'm asking was it questions from people
0: no it's so funny yeah. And it was like the number one question people asked me in Walmart. So I live in a small town in Georgia and they were like, Hey, so when are you coming back to teaching? And I was like, I'm not. And they said, No, but for real. And I said, I'm really not. And they said, Well, tell me how you did it. You know, it was kind of this joke. And it's just one of those things. I started a YouTube channel too back in 2015 because I was so excited and I was making money. I, I was really teaching teachers back then doing screen shares and sharing them on YouTube. And it It just kind of developed into this light bulb effect where I said, oh, my gosh, this is the number one question people ask me. It's not, Casey, will you make me some more side word games? It's, hey, Casey, can you teach me to do what you're doing? Oh, interesting. So now, as your current
1: business looks today, do you still sell on TPT or are you fully pivoted into this new model?
0: I do still sell on TPT. My heart and soul is in helping educators and children for sure. Uh, It has now become more or less a passive income for me. Uh, We don't like push products and we're not like into the sales. Uh, Basically, 99% of our business now is funneled into what we're doing. And this, you know, I've realized my passion is here and I own this business completely. So it has been really nice. But we do still sell on Teachers, Pay Teachers. And it is the heart of what I teach when I'm teaching teachers how to get there because that is the stepping stone that got me to this moment. Do you
1: feel like you were super scared to pivot away from that?
0: Yes. I mean, I've been making money on Teachers Pay Teachers for years, but there was always that what if in the back of my mind. What if it all comes crumbling down tomorrow? It didn't belong to me. This was a business that I was creating on someone else's platform and I lost sleep about it a lot. (laughs) Really?
1: Okay. And so then when you just made the decision, you were like, I'm all in. Well, I said I'm all in if it works and I'm not <laughs> all in if it doesn't. Yeah.
0: Kate, I think we yes, talked about I did this. have the exact <laughs> same
1: moment in my business too. Totally.
0: We were like, okay, if it works, I'm amazing. If it doesn't, we're just going to pretend like it never happened. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I want to touch on this a little bit because ta- we talk about Pinterest for sure um, on this podcast, but we're, we're going to talk about it just a little bit here and then we'll go deeper into the business stuff. But did you use Pinterest right away in the beginning to sell your TPT product?
0: For sure, for sure. I've known Kate for years, lingering in the background before she even knew that I knew her, and have just looked up to her so much because I looked to her for guidance on how to get started with Pinterest. Pinterest was the vehicle that launched my business back in 2013. Mm, That is awesome. And have you, so this is a big one, a question we get
1: a lot is as people merge in their business and they change, do you still use
0: the same profile now for both of those types of products? I do because my ideal customer is still a teacher. So it works that all of my people that were already had their eyes on my things And that, you know, I don't know if that would work for everyone if they were going to pivot in their business, you know, but it does work for me because the people that were already following me are the people that could potentially be interested in what I have to offer.
1: Nice. And have you noticed over time, you get both clicks to the pro- the teacher products and the entrepreneurial products coming from Pinterest?
0: Yes. So a lot of people, social proof is a real thing, right? They want to make sure that you know what you're talking about. I would hate to be the girl that taught you how to sell your teaching products online, but have never done it myself, which is funny because those people come out of the woodworks. They want, you know, they're masters at everything, but they've never done it. They've never walked the walk. So it's important to me that I can prove to my people that I have done this and I can teach you how to do it too. Hmm.
1: Okay, so we're going to get into the nitty gritty of this topic of being bold in your business. And I know for me too, in growing my business, there's so many tough things that happen along the way that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. And whenever I have shared stuff on Instagram or anything, I get this wave of people leaving messages. And I'm sure you do too, when you talk about these behind the scenes pieces of people saying, thank you so much for sharing that. I thought it was just me. Do you experience that when you share
0: pieces of behind the scenes of your business? Totally. And I have always been nervous about sharing. Even now, I've gotten a lot more comfortable. But it's hard to be vulnerable and to be a real human without just sharing the highlight reel. But every time I'm vulnerable... It's like this massive sea of supporters come out of the woodwork. Whether it's me being vulnerable about being happy or sad or whatever it is, that so many people want that we crave a real relationship with someone, a, per- a person that's a real person. And mm-hmm. you know, I've had lots of instances, but especially lately, as I've been more bold in my business, there are always going to be people that love you, and there's going to be people, the one percent that don't love what you have to offer. So it's been a little bit of a shift for me because I'm a people pleaser. I want everyone to love me all the time. And the truth is, is if you're going to stand for something, you have to be prepared for the people that don't love it. Yeah. So true. And it's so hard
1: because even like you said, it's the 1%. The 1% obviously, it, uh, not obviously, but uh, most of the time is what's in your head the most. You don't think it's the, you know that common of you can hear 10 great things, but the one negative thing stands out the most. I feel like that is the hard part about being in the online world is that people can make a comment from behind a computer and they forget there's a person on the other side.
0: Yes, those keyboard warriors. Somebody mentioned that to me. Um, I have had a recent episode with keyboard warriors where my intentions didn't equal my impact. And I had never had negative feedback like that before ever in my entire... I mean, I had a few people here and there, but I had a a more or less a wave. I woke up at 2.30 in the morning to uh, some dirty messages on Instagram because of something that I said, it was taken out of context. And it was really, really hard for me to deal. I know, Kate, we chatted about this before we jumped on the call. Um, But it was 2.30 in the morning and I decided, I called my girls on my team, bless their souls, God love them, and was just a mess. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And they said, go do what you do. Go do what you do. And I did. I I got on Insta stories at 2.30 in the morning and embarrassingly enough, shed a few tears, but I cannot tell you the thousands of messages I received of people that said, thank you so much for being honest with us, but more or less being a human and for telling us the story. And it was it was a really profound moment for me. And it was something I'll probably take with me forever because it was this turning point for my, me and my business and how I let other people control the way I felt so much. But I'm just doing so much better about that. But I think it takes time. I don't, I don't think we just wake up one day and we know how to do it. It just takes time.
1: Yeah, totally agree. So... Thank you for sharing that story because I know those places where you wake up to that and it's so surprised it's shocking almost. And I'm so glad your team was able to support you and like hold that space for you because it is so tough and you have to have other people that can listen to you grieve and give you the advice to go forward in a really strong way. So what a blessing a team is. Yes, amen to that. So what has surprised you the most about owning your own business, whether it's the TPT business or the business as it currently looks like today, what has been surprising to you?
0: I think it's more about the transformation that's happened to me on the inside that I never expected from all of this. I was a mom to two boys, 12 days and 12 months and 11 days apart. And I was in a spiraling postpartum depression but I didn't know it because back then, you know, we didn't have our phone with the internet. We couldn't just Google, oh man, I'm sad for no reason. And I was really struggling in the classroom. Uh, I often say that my world was black and white. There was no color for me. And I was married to a beautiful man. He is my rock. But at the same time, I had these beautiful kids, but I was struggling. And when I began selling my teaching resources, it was like my world began to Become color again. My skies were bluer, my grass was greener. And I found a happiness inside of me that I had never, I never knew existed. And over time, that happiness has turned into this fierce, like flame of passion and fire and excitement. And it has turned me into a brand new person. It's a person that I didn't even know existed inside of me. And that's the most important lesson that I've could ever learn is that. I never knew my potential, and doing all of these things has led me to know that whatever I want in life, it's no longer a question of if I can make it happen, it's just when will I make it happen? Hmm. So when
1: will you make it happen? Interesting. I love that. So for you, when you say, when will I make it happen, do you look for... Um, resources or what has been probably, I guess, the best resource for you that you've used in your business that's really helped you move forward and take those
0: baby steps? knowledge. Or it's, multiples. I mean, maybe you have more than just one, but knowledge. I do. I think I think I have a lot. To, but the, And the big umbrella is knowledge. Always learning more. Always trying to find a better version of something you already know. Pushing yourself and not listening to everyone else that's playing small. Because I did that for so long. I listened to everyone else that was playing small. And I listened to people that were in the stands telling me what to do instead of me playing the the big game, me playing in the game for my livelihood. So I started doing things like I created a vision board. I'm looking at it right now. And that vision board helped me so much know what I really wanted and was going for. But ultimately, it was the knowledge that I gained through reading and through courses that I've taken. And I believe that those things alone have made me more successful than anything else. I talked to so many entrepreneurs and I'm like, "Oh, well, have you read?" and I list all these books and they're like, "I'm not much of a reader." And I'm like, "Man, you really should read because knowledge is power and it's it's a power that no one can take away from you."
1: So, what are your top 2 favorite books?
0: Oh, okay. Are you ready? So, I'm I I have been... The book that changed my life forever is Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I was forced to read it when I got my specialist degree. <laughs> I had a weekend to read it. And I was like, oh, I had to write a paper on it. And I just could not even wrap my mind around it. So I, it was the first audiobook I'd ever downloaded because I didn't have time to read it. And I started listening to it through the headphones. And I thought Stephen Covey is the man. And after I finished it, I tried to find him. And I realized he's actually... He passed away. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I'm, I'm rereading it. I read it once a year. So I'm reading it for the fifth time now. And my second favorite, I have a lot of different ones for different reasons. But Think and Grow Rich is a a great old school. these are super deep ones. But then, of course, if you just want something super chill and laid back, anything Rachel Hollis is amazing. I just finished Michael Hyatt's Free to Focus, which has been Great. Have you read Did it? Do you yet? really
1: like it? No, I've seen it kind of pop up and heard him on podcasts and stuff. And I liked what he was on my friend Ruth's podcast. And I liked what he had said on there about being free to
0: focus. So tell me, tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, they, my my team is so tired of hearing free to focus. They're like, we got it, Casey. <laughs> but I have just implemented, you know, as I'm reading it, he's saying things that you already know, but listening to the way he's saying them and then giving the research. I, I'm a research nerd. So once you can give me the reasoning behind why I should do something, I'm done. I'm sold. So he basically just made sure that we knew exactly all the different ways that you can become more free to focus. So all of these things take time away from us, like Slack and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. You know, These are big time suckers. And what could our life look like if we eliminated those distractions and had more freedom to focus on the people we love the most and our jobs and all these things? So my team and I have been implementing his strategies for the last weekend. We are killing it. We're thinking, man, we'll We should have done this. I mean, we may read it once a month just so we can (laughs) stay on top of things. It's really good. I loved it.
1: Okay. Well, if that isn't a recommendation, I don't know if... That's amazing. And so we will put it in the show notes for everybody to go pick that up. And I will go pick that up too. Um, So tell me a little bit about... You have a team now, but in the beginning, you didn't. What was it like for you to go from just you to a team? And how... Was that scary for you? Was that just natural? Tell
0: me more about it. It's still really scary, right? I don't know if it gets... I never realized I was not... I didn't manage people. I just managed myself. So whatever I wanted to do, I did it. I didn't have to tell anybody what to do. And it was kind of nice. But at the same time, I was overworked. I was working, I mean, who knows how many hours a week. So launched my first course in November of 2018. And my life changed forever. And I knew I needed help. So the first thing I did is I hired a coach. And then the second thing I did was ask some girls that I had well one girl I had been coaching before if she could just help me out a few hours a week. And uh, about three weeks ago, four weeks ago actually I hired them full time. And it kind of was a slow progression from there. But it's amazing You know, we hear all this talk about how you don't have to hustle, but for me, I did. In order to get my business to where it is now, I hustled my butt off all day, every day. And now I have a team that hustles just as hard as I do. And we're getting, I can finally do all the things I've wanted to do. I've had this list of things I want to accomplish. And now we can do them all because we are just firing on all cylinders. And it is the best feeling. I mean, my team is nowhere near the size of yours, Kate, but it is the best feeling.
1: Well, any team with you alongside, regardless of the size, is a good thing because then you're not doing it alone. But like it is hard because now all of a sudden you're managing a team. You know, you have now added into your schedule talking to a team member about XYZ. Whereas before, when you were just doing it by yourself, you didn't have to run anything by anyone, you just did it. So it's the element there's for those of you who are listening to as we're talking about books. Um, team books is Patrick Lencioni. If you haven't read any of his stuff, it's fantastic. He does the ideal team player and then five dysfunctions of a team. So good. like Rock your world good. So for you, if you haven't read those, Casey, for your team, those are amazing. All right. So I feel like I could talk about teams all day long, but we won't go into that. We'll keep it back to the bold in business. So how do you daily make the decision to be bold and show up for your people?
0: It is da- It is a daily thing that we have to constantly work at because there's so many different things that come into the equation on should we do this instead of this? Should I not get on Insta Stories today so I can go live on Facebook? And what if I say this and some people don't like it? So there's so many different questions you have to ask yourself. But ultimately, the best thing that I found in my business is that I have a purpose and my purpose is to help teachers. And how can I do that without you know, justifying who I am without trying to prove that I'm someone that I'm not. Well, it's just showing up as me every single day and making the same promise. And my promise is, is that I am here to empower you and to help you achieve your wildest dreams. And if I can remember that every single day, it doesn't matter, you know, if we have a good day or a bad day, every day becomes the same because it's the same purpose and the same mission. And the, the best thing is that you just can't give up and I've heard that over and over again that the most genius thing I, I ever did was that I never gave up and if there's ever a time you know with as entrepreneurs we have this crest like a, a wave if that we go to the highest of highs at the top of the of the wave and then we also fall and we have some of the lowest of lows but I love living my life at the very top of that wave and being excited and I'm telling you I've reached the the craziest dreams, and it has been the most fun I've ever had. But there are times when we have to sit back and figure out like, okay, what's my next move? How am I going to make this bigger? How am I going to make this better? And that's hard, but it's a great, great thing that it is being an entrepreneur. So to be bold is to remember that there are going to be good times and bad times. We can't let either one of those define us. We just have to constantly have persistent action moving forward. Hmm.
1: So what would you tell somebody who's back at the beginning, in your shoes, what would you tell them about those first couple months of owning their own business and how to be bold in that? Like, you know, because we've gotten to a place, and I'll share a little bit behind why I'm asking this. We've gotten to a place where we've learned so much, right? Like, we've read all these books, we've got coaching, we now have a team. But remembering back to those beginning days, what would you tell that person who's like two months in and they're like, I don't know if I can do this?
0: Yes. Yeah. It seems just like yesterday that I was there and it's you have to celebrate every single win. And there is going to be anxiety and that's completely normal. You are putting yourself out there. You are giving people something that you've created and with that comes the sh- like the most anxiety and fear that someone might not like it. And I want If you're listening and you're just starting is don't give up and, but you have to keep affirming yourself that this is right for you. I always say, take your passion and move it into your purpose and do it as as quick as you can, but always be your own cheerleader. Be that person in the mirror that says, Casey, you can do anything you put your mind to. I can't tell you how many times I went into the teacher's bathroom and I looked in the mirror and said out loud, what do you want for your life? You can do anything that you want to accomplish. Those simple words were the affirmation that I needed so many days to keep going, to get up extra early to work on my resources, to go to bed late and start the cycle all over again. But I knew that this was my calling in life. And if you're starting a business and you know, you go to bed every night and you say to yourself, this is what I'm supposed to do forever. If you already know what it is, you you have to chase it. You have to run after it as fast as you can. So if you're not making the money yet, Remember the power of that word. Just know that you will. It's just a matter of when. And you have to keep going. Constant, persistent action forward will get you those results. You just can't give up.
1: Hmm, Good words. So what are you working on right now that has you super excited?
0: Yay. Oh man, so many good things going on right now. We are about to launch, well in November, technically that's not about, but we've been prepping this for a while. We'll be launching our membership called The CEO Teacher and it's kind of an extension. I sell a course that teaches teachers how to sell their teaching resources online called Transform Your Resources and we are nearly 1,000 strong of teachers that are learning how to change their teaching resources into profitable PDFs. But from there, I am doing a spin and on teaching teachers how to you know step into that role of the ceo teacher how to turn into how their business can turn into something more we were born to teach and what I want to show them is that you can do that through things such as courses and memberships and that's the long game for us is how can we build a business that is surpasses our wildest dreams Mm,
1: and I I bet as a teacher it's hard to go from that piece of being a teacher to being a a CEO and the business mindset and that shift so I would imagine in that whole thing that you're working on you're also dealing with the mindset shift for them
0: totally. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, but I'm just a teacher. And I just want to say, well, why can't we remove the word just? I am a teacher. And here is how I'm going to step into the role of a CEO teacher. Because we're, we, we were born with it. it. It was something we already have. So why can't we make money for that? Maybe that's your gift. That's the way you're going to teach other people as well. So it's just been so much fun. You, know, you always wonder if what you have people need. And it's so refreshing to know. That, they, that other teachers need this just as much as I did.
1: Well, fantastic job being bold in your business and growing and setting your dreams. Vision board. I can picture your office right now, the Michael Hyatt book, the vision board, where you're going to go. It's all there. I love it. And I love that you, just thank you for sharing your journey and your the hard things too with um, the stuff that happened with the Instagram story and just being bold to share that you just had to, you know, really get, down with it and hustle and move forward and keep those things in front of you and changing those little things like words like yet or
0: just and being bold with that so thank you for sharing that part of your story you're welcome kate thank you so much this is such a cool experience to know that i get to be on your podcast and how you've helped me grow in my in my business it's just awesome yeah well tell people where they can go to connect with you because you have a podcast too Yeah, sure. I would love to have you guys as a listener. I am the host of a top-ranking business podcast called The Go-Getters Podcast. And they can always find me on Instagram. It's just Casey Morris, but it's spelled really weird. Thanks, mom and dad. It's K-A-Y-S-E-M-O-R-R-I-S. And on Facebook, we're there as well.
1: Oh, and you have a cute baby. So Um, is he not the cutest? He's (laughs) delicious. Every time I see him pop up on Instagram, I'm like, oh, he's so
0: cute. Yes. I just, man, he's so sweet. He's our fourth boy and not on purpose. Our other boys are nine, 10 and 15. So to have a new baby in the house has been so crazy. It's been the best thing ever. Oh, so oh good. bless you. I didn't
1: realize there was that big of a spread
0: between your yeah. kids
1: but not so you, on purpose. You, <laughs> you started over but you're right but he's super cute and he's delicious to look at so you're totally fine it's it's all the best well go check out casey's podcast if you guys want more information or links to anything we've talked about today go to simplepinmedia.com 160 that's episode 160 we'll have everything there you can find her podcast you could find um, her new membership and courses and all that kind of stuff we will link there into the show notes so thanks again casey for coming on and sharing how you've been bold in your business.
0: Thanks, Kate.